recording. Yep, I was apparently now you can't recording. put a comma. Whatever. Stupid little punctuation. Why why does a comma make a difference? Comma shouldn't make a difference, man. If I'm typing join, he should just join. The comma shouldn't be any indication of yes or no. That's what they told you back in high school. The comma always matters, and <laughs> clearly it is to summon Craig the Bear, so you gotta have that comma in there. But Our does recording. Craig know the I before E rule? You know? I before E, except F, ex- uh, I before E... Man, I forgot the I before E rule. I just told this to somebody yesterday. I before E... Except after C, and when sounding like A is a neighbor and way, and on weekends and holidays and all throughout May, and you'll always be wrong no matter what you say. Anyways. Wow, that coring education. Right? Yeah, man. I'm telling you <laughs> what, that did me some real good coming into the real world. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I took my test for my, uh, my plumbing apprenticeship, right? And the first test was over math. It was uh, 50 questions I had to do in like 31 minutes, something along those lines. And I'm telling you what, half of the questions were made up algebra. It was stuff I never once learned. I'd never seen. I'm telling you, they just pulled stuff out of the air, threw it together, and hoped it made an equation, and you had to figure out what they were doing. That's what it was. Somehow, by by God's grace and the skin of my teeth, I passed but it was not pretty. All I know is it wasn't Common Core, so it doesn't matter. I, I don't know what Common Core is. I've been, man, my little brother, I've been trying to help him with some of his homework. And I'm like, Common Core. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what this, I'm like, this is how we do it. And he's like, no, 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 you don't do it like that. He's like, you do this and this and put a line and this, that. And I'm like, you just. So that's two equals like, line, triangle, square, hexagon, circle to the squared point of the bear in the woods, wondering how many candy bars he has, plus five loaves and two fishes. I don't know. That's exactly what it is, though. And I'm just like, man, I feel old because I go back in my day. This is what we did. And my mom was like, two yeah, plus well, two back in equals my four. Day, <laughs> oh man uh, we this digress is, we digress i don't want to digress let's keep this going i'm telling you back in my day it wasn't just like you were saying we had times tables we had the multiplications and stuff like that we didn't have all these fancy little tips and tricks that you had these little index cards that said okay just move this number over one place and there's your answer we didn't do all of that we actually had to do everything in our heads okay we weren't allowed to use calculators for half of it but you'll never have calculators ever in your life yeah, yeah right exactly. we got a calculator in our pocket right now right here on my desk in front of my face man yeah i want to go back to some of my teachers and say yeah take this <laughs> goodness well okay, but, but no i, I think this is yeah i think <laughs> this is an excellent segue into what we're talking about today here on the not so serious <laughs> talk with josh and donnie man we uh oh this is gonna yeah sorry let's do it let's do it let's do it let's do it you didn't do it with me come on let's go man do it let's do it did it before you did it okay whatever you ready to get this thing started welcome to the party josh let's start this episode
we're back. Thank you for joining us on today's not so serious serious talk with Donnie and Josh. Yeah, I I don't know, man. <laughs> oh gosh, we are slap happy today and oh, man, must be this Mountain Dew I'm drinking. Something's in the dew. But as you could tell, <laughs> We had something originally planned for today's serious talk, but after talking before the talk, um, we noticed that we wanted to break up from last week's podcast. It was a very serious one, and praise the Lord for it. And we're going to um, postpone the original topic for today for next week, and Josh is, like, losing it right now for some reason. <laughs> um, but we're going to... Do a little reminiscing episode today on a little something we were talking about. And I'm like, start the recording now. Tell Craig to get his act together and start recording this talk. <laughs> and um, we want to we want to let you guys in. On really how we miss. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna be talking about what is cards for Christ. <laughs> Man, we're, we're taking you all the way back to the roots, the foundation of the the true, true beginning of serious talk. Way back when, when we were just young whippersnappers ourselves, and we had no to walk hair on our face. No facial hair. We had to walk four miles uphill through a snowstorm, across the river, down the street, and, uh, you know, through state lines just to get to school. You know, we're going all the way back sure. to the beginning of serious talk. Now, some of that was slightly exaggerated. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You'll find out eventually, won't you? Maybe not. Who sure. knows? We may tell you. We may not. It's all fun and games here at Serious Talk. But, <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're going to take you all the way back to the roots, back to Cards for Christ. Man. And man, that was that that brings back memories, man. I uh, share this. We're gonna crack open the CFC vault today, pull out those stories, pull out the good, the bad, the ugly, and the straight up weird. And we're gonna be talking about it all today. And maybe some stuff Josh didn't even know about CFC because he was there for the first two years of it, and then he went on to a different school trader. And, yeah, right, uh, exactly. <laughs> so, I had to get rid yeah. of my red and uh, man, what was it? Red and red and black, something like I can't remember. School colors, uh, man, that was so long. Red, ago. white, and black, I think. Yeah, something it's a like mix that. of yellow somewhere. I, I actually am pretty sure I may have got rid of it, but I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure I kept it somewhere with all my other shirts that don't fit because it's too oh. small, but I'm pretty sure I still have my CFC shirt somewhere. Wow. We're gonna have to post a picture of that on our Facebook page, so y'all stay tuned. <laughs> we're gonna, for, we're gonna have some we're pictures. Gonna have we're gonna pictures. have to meet up, and I'll put the shirt on, and it's gonna look like a little, you know, a girl's midriff showing type picture. Oh. One of those. It's just Scandalous. gonna be like halfway down, <laughs> and we're gonna meet Next up. Next week is modesty with Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm i don't know what it is. i've had too much sugar or something today i need to i need to breathe i need to calm down for a second while you're doing that i can actually take you back to the very beginning of how we got this to happen how cfc i mean started it's conception it's it's original form so it would be cool i, I haven't um, heard this one yet it's actually interesting 
because um, it was during a uh, youth bonfire from the church that I attended growing up. And um, so we're at this, and then our youth pastor, who is my uncle, um, the youth pastor at the time, and he's um, giving us a challenge to be a light in our school and all that, the bonfire, her odds, almost time to get back to school. So myself and another guy, we'll call him Peaches, uh, we're going to use that code name because I don't know if we should use his name or not. I don't know. But Peaches um, and I, are, um, we both had this conviction in our heart to start a Bible club and make a difference in our school. I was coming in as a freshman. He was a junior high school, I think. Yes. I think so. But anyways, um, we both had this just feeling in our hearts and just conviction in our hearts. We need to reach our high school for Jesus Christ and start a Bible club. So we both go to each other. It's like, oh, dude, you'll never believe this. I want to start this Bible club at our high school. It's going to be great. And he's like, I was actually thinking the same thing. It's just crazy how God works. So that's, that's how CFC is born. And we told my uncle. And um, yeah, he helped us get it started. Just uh, Peaches. Okay, I'll just say his name. His name is Josiah. His nickname was Peaches. <laughs> but Josiah. Good old Peaches and Cream. Peaches and Cream. <laughs> I'm not even going to say why he got that name because <laughs> whatever. But he went to our principal and asked to start this Bible club. They've never had one or they haven't had one in years, apparently. So, and it was surprisingly by. Some of our youth leaders, when they were in high school, they started the Bible club. And then from there, it just, it vanished. And then Josiah goes there and asks for permission to start this Bible club. And he had to look for a sponsor. So he found a teacher um, who he knew was, who went to church and all that. So um, that's how CFC got started. And then I heard about Josh's story through the grapevine somehow. And we got them on board. We knew if God had it on someone's heart to reach their school, we wanted them to be a part of it. So that's how Josh and I met. And the rest was, is history. It is, man. It was awesome. It was funny enough because I actually, I wanted to start a Bible study. I didn't realize Coleraine uh, didn't have one at the time. And for me, I don't remember if I went to a youth rally or if we had you know a preacher that was in, but they actually talked about reaching your communities and one of those ways was through the schools they were talking about you know the school outreaches school bible studies and so for me coming in to the the high school um not only was i a new student but i was new to that particular area and i was like you know they don't have anything um from what i can see i looked online and so i said hey i'm gonna go and talk about starting my own and then that's how i found out that cards for christ was happening and uh the rest is history man like donnie said it was yeah, and we've got this lasting friendship that's been going mm -hmm. on since 2010. Believe it or not, we've been friends old. for right, yeah, a 11 decade. years. It's it's for a it's, whole decade. <laughs> that's Gosh. that's incredible. It's just old. you know seeing you grow up, man. It's they they grow up so fast, you know. <laughs> you you have facial hair now. I know, I, right? I, I remember baby face Donnie. It was oh man, the memories. Uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> 
the IHOP trips on Saturdays. Oh, yes. Oh, man. And we got a story to tell you all. This is way after we were grad both graduated out of high school. And a friend of ours, um, Anthony, and we'll talk about him in another episode. Great guy. We loved him to death. And just he's a brother of us. So it's the three musketeers for a while. And it was. I'm going to tell this story since we're on this train track right now. But <laughs> we'll talk about him later on down the road. Josh knows exactly what story I'm about to tell. <laughs> so one evening, we're like, how about the three of us get together? Just hang out, you know, and just go in the area that um, was like a center point for all three of us. So we went there, met. Just hung out for a little bit. Then we went. We thought, man, we're hungry right now. We we need something to eat. So there's a brand new Taco Bell in the area, and we get in my friend's van that looks like a straight up, like you could have the words "free candy" spray painted on the side of it. You know what I'm talking about? The creepy van. So we all hop in there. I'm in the front seat with Anthony. And Josh is in the back seat. And the funny thing about this van is you can roll the windows up, up and down in any spot of this van. And it was an old van, too, so I'm surprised it actually did that. And um, so we get into this um, talk about, like, man, this is great. This is a brand new one, so it should be really good for the area. Good food, whatever. Unfortunately, we were sadly mistaken. So we roll up to the window. <laughs> and... <laughs> The poor gal, I don't know, I should call her poor at this point because the service was poor. And <laughs> we get up to the window, our order's completely wrong. We're like, yeah, this does not sound right. We look in the bag, it's cold, it's nasty. And so we loop around. <laughs> Back to, because we, we're trying to go inside because the, the doors ended up being locked and closed. I don't know why. But we want to go in through the drive-thru again and complain about... It's like, well, we don't want to complain, but... Okay, we were complaining that the food was nasty. We just wanted the cold. food to be right and warm and delicious, man. But Josh... <laughs> decides to roll down the back window... <laughs> and tell somebody who's about to go up to the door... It's locked... Their service is terrible. The food is terrible. Don't go in. And the person's like, I know. And then he puts his name badge on. He's the manager. <laughs> he walks right on in. The fact that the manager admitted that. Oh, my goodness. But out of it, Josh got free merch from Taco Bell and a free meal. So. Oh, man. <laughs> that was the first bad review I ever wrote for any place, too. <laughs> <laughs> and he got free merch out of it, so let me let me see. I wonder if I can pull that up and see what my uh my review for it was. Josh's review is probably there to this I don't know. Is it there? I'm I gotta see to this for my I gotta find this out for myself too. But anyway, so while he's looking up his terrible review for this Taco Bell, um that's the cool thing about it. Uh God was orchestrating this Bible club from the very beginning. He put it on Josh's heart, who we never met beforehand. He put it on my heart, Josiah's heart. And boy, did we see some good results, some good fruit from Cards for Christ. And just we're thankful for the opportunity to be able to make an impact at the time we were there at, at the high school. And boy, and as you can tell now, it, it was a good time. We have 
so many stories we're going to share today. I don't know if we can get them all in or not, that maybe sprinkle them out throughout the seasons to come or the weeks to come or whatever. But man, I want to encourage everybody who's listening, especially those who are in um, middle school, high school, or even college. If you have the opportunity to make yourself a light in that capacity and start a Bible club and to share the gospel, I totally encourage you to do it. And um, nowadays it's, Definitely a stretch, just the things we're seeing in our world today. But let me tell you this, it is totally worth it. And you can't, I, there's no words to describe how much of a blessing it is to you um, as a person leading it, just to see souls saved, lives changed for the glory of God. And by the looks of it, I think Josh just found his review. I did, but not not to take away from what you're saying because that's so true and you don't you don't realize the impact or the difference that you're making for somebody else or for the upcoming generation for the future. That Bible study, we had duds, we did. We had messages yeah. that we would teach and preach on and we walked away and we're like Man, that was a joke, you know, and if we were going for broke, we sure did it. That's for sure. But there was. Uh, <laughs> I, gotta tell you. I don't know if Josh remembers this or not. I let me tell you this. I grew up in a very conservative home, innocence beyond all measure. And there's one week I was bringing a lesson. <laughs> I'm and, sorry, I really did, but I was just a bad child. I don't, I don't know if Josh remembers this lesson at all, or if he was there for this. But in my innocence, I heard this lesson illustration. Let me give you the backstory of this before I say the name of the lesson. So, um, I was at a youth conference one year, and the the preacher there gave a really good illustration on... This may give away, give away the title, and Josh may pick up on it very quickly, but he talked about the three bases of our Christian life. We need to get to these certain points in our life to make an impact for Christ. So I'm like, man, I need, I need, I need to do a version of this. This is going to be great. And the title of my lesson was getting... Is getting to face. The title of the lesson was Getting to Third Base. And I, it to, I, I made up a graphic. I made up notes for the kids to fill in. Everything with this title on it. And I'm showing it to my dad like, I'm, I'm so proud of it. I'm like, man, I did this awesome graphic and all this. And he's like, are you sure you want to do this lesson? I'm like, absolutely. It's great. You, you got to hear it. And he's like, okay. So I, I get in there, and I ha they had these smart boards in the classroom that we were in. So I pull up the graphic, and I all I hear is, oh. <laughs> "What's going on? Is something wrong? Did I misspell something?" Afterwards, my not so innocent friend tells me, and it wasn't Josh. They're like, "Do you know what that means?" And I'm like. Oh, well, it means there's three bases that we need to follow to be a successful Christian. They're like, no, that's the complete opposite. 
<laughs> so that's my embarrassing, funny, awkward CFC story for now. Oh man, I'm t- I'm telling you what, that is gold. That is that is pure gold. You don't, you can't make this stuff up. You truly cannot. We. I need to find the graphic and post it. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Man, I, I probably deleted it, deleted it any way yeah, I could delete it. Delete it immediately after, like, oh no! <laughs> Do you remember Peach's uh, Adam and Eve? <laughs> I'm surprised we were allowed to keep coming back and doing this Bible study. <laughs> it was week one. Week one, he starts talking about Adam and Eve and draws this very. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say explicit for this. It was a stick figure, but it was very. It, it was very peaches like. That's what I'll Let's say. Let's just say he was not an artist by any oh means, way, gosh. shape, or form. Oh, <laughs> oh man. We. Uh, I remember. You know what? <laughs> We joked about this before the show, but we seriously need to try to get Josiah on here. We, we do. need to we get him really on here. This will be Cards for Christ Part 2. We, Roast uh, yeah. Peaches. I'll try to reach out to him and see if I can get him on here, man. That would be awesome. Let's see. So I do have my review, by the way. Let's go ahead and read that real Let's quick. Let's read it. This, uh, it just says four years ago. I don't know the date exactly, but... Mind you, this is again. This is like ten, ten thirty at night, somewhere around there. And we're influencing and, uh, just to write all this. Yes, let me tell you, this was a. Uh, hmm, this is good. I'm not sure that this restaurant should really be open just yet. The staff had such a difficulty placing the simple order and then fixing the order at the window when the speaker went silent and incorrect order was left on the screen. We repeated the order three different times to three different staff members and had such a negative response from all the staff. As we pulled out of the drive-thru, we're checking our food to ensure everything was there and accurate. And the time being, we warned a couple people who pulled in that the lobby was closed and the drive-thru was terrible. One couple said thank you and drove away, while another gentleman agreed and then proceeded to pull out some keys and let himself into the restaurant. We didn't see that coming. <laughs> I, I made it polite for uh for google purposes but yeah no it was it was real bad man they uh it was brand new just open too like it had only been open for a couple weeks I think it was maybe opening, i think it may have been opening weekends yeah something like that it was it was it was pretty new it was bad man we uh, it, it was funny because just before that, yeah, we we were hanging out, we were talking Bible, having a good time, and then we were just like, you know what, let's uh, let's go get food. And funny enough, there was this guy who pulled up next to Anthony, whatever car he had, and Anthony was just like revving his engine, and we're like, uh, you're in a minivan, you know that, right? And he's like, oh, I'll smoke him, I'll smoke him any day of the week, and uh, the <laughs> we uh the memories and friendships i'm telling you what you do when you get a good friend like in my case with donnie man don't don't let them go yeah we have fun with the serious talk episodes but you know in a very not so serious note just friendship in general god gifts us with people in our lives when he does 
hold on. Hold on with everything you've got, man. Because people like Anthony, for example, I know if you listen to my bonus talk, I talked a little bit about um, depression and a couple things in that realm. Uh, and I won't I won't hit on that right now. But unfortunately, um, Anthony is no longer with us. And, you know, part of that just came from he he struggled with some stuff and he didn't tell anybody. And that's the last thing that you want. You you don't want somebody who's always there for everybody else suddenly not there because they were going through their own internal struggles that nobody knew anything about. So please, 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 please. This is this is supposed to be a fun and and, and a lighthearted episode, but like we do want to put that implication out there like mm-hmm. friendship is is valuable, it's important. Man. And Christ is a friend that will stick closer to you than a brother will, but your friends that you have here on this earth, hold them near, hold them dear, hug them tight, tell them you love them, you're proud of them. Because in reality, we're not promised tomorrow. But we no. certainly don't want to make tomorrow not happen because of our own decisions, because we didn't think somebody was there. So please go tell your friends you love them, you're proud of them, hang out with them, give them a hug, go give them a big old sloppy kiss on the cheek. Please don't do that. I'm kidding. That's you know, COVID. Yeah, COVIDs and germs and all that stuff, you know. (laughs) But that aside, like thanks, Josh. (laughs) Thank you, David Crowder. Sloppy wet kiss. (laughs) Which oh man. Fun fact, if you didn't know, the song How He Loves, David Crowder wrote that of Crowder and his original lyrics were instead of unforeseen kiss, it was sloppy wet kiss. So, I didn't know that. Fun I fact, think I've heard that before, but I didn't, I didn't know that. The original version of how he loves is a sloppy wet kiss. And I'm boy, does nobody want to. <laughs> I love this, man. I, I love this podcast. I love what we do. I just it's love the friendship, man. It just this joy that we're sharing, this this happiness, man. It's 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 so good. It really is, especially in you know today's day and age. Everybody's so down, and and life is so rough, man. What's so rough about it? Like this is phenomenal. Get Absolutely. you a good friend. Go to Taco Bell at ten thirty at night. Tell the manager it's terrible, and let him tell you I know. And walk in, like just just go make memories, man. Go have fun with it, okay? You're missing out. You're especially if you don't have a story like that. You're missing out. Where are your friends at? You know? Yeah. Oh man, we uh, there's so many good times. We we were at Cards for Christ, and I remember, you know, it's it's one thing when you're in church and you're hearing. Uh, a sermon over and over and you're hearing stories over and over and it's another thing to get up there and preach it and (laughs) i remember when it came to my turn they said hey can you teach on evolution and i'm like oh yeah i just came back from the creation museum i know all about this that was i'm telling you what if there has ever been a flop in the history of flops that was it that was it right there i had a couple things written down and that was it i'm sitting there i'm stumbling stammering my notes i don't remember if i made notes or if i forgot my notes i didn't have notes with me though when this happened and it came time it was like 10 15 minutes in. we had like 35 minutes left to go and they're like are you gonna like get up and teach and i'm like i'm panicking i'm sweating i'm like i don't have notes i don't have anything i don't know what i'm doing i'm like i uh um uh yeah i can i can i can do that and and so i get up there and i'm like you know in in, in in the beginning, in the beginning, there was God. He created male and female, created he them. And 
and Adam and Eve, and there was animals, and there was like seven of this kind, and, and that that went on the ark, and 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 all this stuff. But we we didn't come from monkeys, you know. We came from from the dust of the earth. And I'm telling you what, these kids, if there was any Bible in there, they just tossed it out the window, and they weren't laughing with me; they were laughing at me. It was it was real bad. I learned real quick from that moment on. Not only do you not mess with God and His Word, but study. Make sure you've got a backup plan. Make sure there's a backup plan for your backup plan. Because if it can go wrong, it's going to go wrong. Yeah. And boy, do I have a story about that, too, from Cards for Christ. And so we have this month where we just, it was myself, Josiah, Isaac. I don't know if you're there or not, Josh, but there's another guy who did it. We just took a month or two just to do, like, this series on... Q&A. Uh, were you there for the Q&A? I don't know if I was or not. But, um, I know it was... I know I was there every every episode, or every week. <laughs> every episode. <laughs> it was every week. My, uh, my first year, the second year was a little bit hit or miss because of um, my senior year. Mm -hmm. But, at CFC, we did this series called Q&A where anybody that attended CFC could write in these questions to us, and we'd answer them with biblical backup. And um, it was myself, Josiah, Isaac, maybe Josh, or you didn't do that series with us. I'm not sure. But um, we had this guy with us, and we didn't know much about him. We knew he was apparently studying the Bible, wanted to be a preacher or something like that. And we give him some talks, like, okay. We'll, we'll give you this opportunity to teach and all that and answer some questions. We're like, oh, well. he's like, okay, cool. And we really didn't do any backup search on him to see what he really believed. So we gave him some very theological questions to answer. And we're like, okay, well, hopefully he's on the oh, same no. page as us. And, um, boy, were we wrong. And he, oh, no, he took, oh, he went the longest out of all of us too. For CFC, we tried to go 15, 20 minutes. He went 30 to 40 minutes. And, oh my goodness, oh, I wish no. I could stop him. It was a train wreck. I'm looking at Josiah and Isaac. I'm like, oh crap, we need to stop this right now. <laughs> and one of the questions, and um, as Josh had mentioned in his bonus talk from Friday, about uh, we use the King James Bible on the podcast and things like that. And we're not downgrading any buddy or whatever for whichever bible you read that's between you and the lord um but we believe oh, we're going to give this right now we believe that the king james bible is the um best translation for the english speaking people and used from um, texts um such as texas Shepticus and anyways back to the story i'm building this up because this is where the train goes over the edge of the cliff and Josh is losing it right now. But, I mean, my face got so red. I'm embarrassed Josiah and Isaac are putting their heads down on the desk. The dude basically says any version of the Bible is okay, and you can use whatever you want, whatever you feel in the mood to read. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. We're trying to teach these kids, like, God's word is preserved, and we can't take man's version of the Bible or something like that. Again, we're not trying to say anything bad about anybody else, but it was a train wreck. And he gave some other answers. I think some about, I don't know if marriage was a part of that thing or whatever. 
But I just remember, oh my goodness, <laughs> what did we get ourselves into? <laughs> but we did quite oh, a bit man. of an invitation afterwards. It's like, if God's speaking to your heart about something, something, at anything at all, please yeah. take this time to pray. And during that time, we had like some instrumental music playing, and Josiah and I are talking like, after CFC, we need to have a talk. We're never going to let this guy t talk again. And lesson learned, we were very careful about who we had behind our pulpit, which we should have learned from the beginning and should have counsel about that. But we were high schoolers. We were stupid. We made some very bad decisions with Cards for Christ. We definitely live and learn. We lived and learned. Especially with the Bible study. And strike two for us. Thankfully, this is not... Anyways, strike two is when we had testimony month. We didn't have that guy back ever again. <laughs> but we had this girl visit the week that the guy talked. And she's like, man, I'm coming back more often. This is great. And uh, it was not great. But anyways, it's testimony week. She's like, <laughs> I'll give a testimony. I'll tell about some encounter with God. And boy, did she tell an encounter about God. Um, she said that... One night while she was asleep, she was awoken <laughs> by an angel. Oh, I was not and there for this. She had a nice conversation with the angel, and maybe God was there too. I'm like, oh, no. No, 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 no. Okay, next testimony. <laughs> I get up and tell my testimony just to break everything up and share some scripture. <laughs> oh, man. We had tons of train wrecks, yeah. but I will tell you this. Um, to bring it back around and then we'll get some more funny stories but I'll tell you this about CFC boy did God do some great things with that we started off in this yeah. little room that can only hold about 15 to 20 kids that was the first year and I believe later on in that year going into the second year we ended up in a big room that could hold about 40 kids come, come, yeah, my, se come my senior year we had a room that could fill 80 students and we we reached really? a max of 75 kids with cards for christ oh, that's amazing i remember hitting 40 it was it was such a hitting 30 was a milestone and 35 pushing 40 i remember that man and just seeing god work and bring everyone together and we, it wasn't like we're great orators it wasn't that we were anything special I mean, it could have been the chips and the soda that we were bringing, yeah. but you know, it, it was, they were still there though. They were there. Most of them were there faithfully every mm -hmm. week, unless something happened or they were sick. Like they invited it was, friends. It was so, yeah. We, we, there's a campaign that my church did, and this is something me and Donnie have talked about a little bit too. And even we've mentioned on the podcast, but you know, each one reach mm -hmm. one. If you reach one person with the gospel, for example, and they go and they tell two people because typically what happens is when you reach one person, they tell two. And then those two are going to tell two and those two are going to tell two. And then you multiply and you spread this like a wildfire. And that's what happened with CFC. It was so amazing. And I remember one of the teachers we had was so on board with it. He was there. He supported us. He, we'd sit there and talk to him before and after we talked to him throughout the week and just kind of bounce ideas off him. Like we had, we had good relationships with some of the people that was there and some of the people that kind of helped you know, sponsor yeah. and help us organize and orchestrate this. And it wasn't, like I said, that we were great orators or we were just high school students. 
We were just there wanting to be used and wanting God to get glory out of what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Donnie, uh, you know, we, Donnie and I, it was so funny. We, uh, we would go out and, and this is after CFC was done and over with, but, uh, we would go over and we'd hang out. I lived out, um, west side of town at the time and donnie was uh was that's really close to the high school know, yeah and uh so we'd go over and we'd go and get some chick-fil-a we'd get ihop um and then when i moved back over um towards my dad's side of town me and donnie there was this restaurant that came up called freddy's mm-hmm. and it's basically like steak and shake but it's more expensive and it's not as good uh except for the concretes their concretes They're are right. okay um but yeah, it's it's nothing to you know go crazy for. But we'd go and we'd sit there and we'd in the restaurant just reminisce about CFC and talk about you know what God is doing. And it was so neat because the friendship that Donnie and I share, for example, you know, you always talk about you know these people you meet who make a difference in your life. But Donnie has been one of those influential people in my life. Growing up, you know, I I I kind of bounced high schools a little bit as I moved. Not high schools because you only go to a couple, but um, I bounced like from elementary school in the fifth grade. I bounced to a different elementary um, to finish my fifth grade, and then I went to middle school for uh, a couple years, and then and then I was at Fairfield at the time. They break their middle school up to eighth grade, and they do like a ninth grade um, intermediate, and then they go into high school from tenth through twelfth. Like so, that break it was. I'm, I'm finishing up middle school, and then I moved again. And I did eighth grade out somewhere else. I can't remember. Um, and then ninth grade, I did online. Tenth grade, we tried to get me into a brick and mortar school, but because of timing and stuff like that, we couldn't do it. So I didn't do anything my tenth grade year. It was online, and I clocked my hours, and that was it, right? But then I go to CFC or I go to uh, Corain, and and I get plugged in. I get integrated, and. That's where I met Donnie. That's where I met Isaac. That's where I met Peaches. It's where I met a few people. And even outside of CFC, like we took that principle and we started applying it at at church. Like there was a church that we went to and we were running kind of like a, uh, um, like a, not so much a Bible study. Yeah. It was, it was so cool. And it was just getting together as friends and, and sharing the Bible a little bit, but then having fun and, and that fellowship, that unity, that communion. And, you know, Donnie is one of those friends that, it was very, very happenstance the way our friendship happened, the way our friendship started. But we were just talking. It's been over a decade. We've been friends for over a decade. And being able to bounce stuff at each other when I'm struggling, being able to go to him and talk to him and get encouragement. And likewise, when he's struggling, he can come to me. My phone's on 24-7, 365. You know? But your friends, you know, the people you come in contact with, those seeds that you plant, they're going to do something. They're going to grow up at some point. The future will come as futures always do. What kind of legacy are you leaving? What kind of seeds are you planting? Are you planting something that's going to be influential for the next person? Or are you planting something? Are you sowing a seed that somebody's like, oh, we need to cut that out. That's just kind of, you know, overgrown with weeds and it's not turning into anything prosperous. You know, what What are you doing that's going to make a difference? Donnie has been absolutely amazing in my life the friendship the bible studies everything and now you know 10 years later in the making serious talk podcast like it's just it's so cool yeah it's it's so cool to see this happening to see god still working 
10 years later mm-hmm. you know what is what is your story mm-hmm. absolutely and man it's just crazy to look back at just what god has done and the verse that comes to mind to go along with what josh was saying was jude 22 and of some have compassion making a difference it all begins with compassion and a heart for people and um, a heart for the lost especially and those who know Jesus Christ as their Savior, do you have a heart for the lost? Do you have compassion to make a difference? Um, the only way that you can start a Bible club, the only way you can start um, whatever it is, wh- how, whatever means you want to use the gospel as your tool, it all begins with compassion because the gospel is compassion. Uh, Matthew 28 I was going to share this at the end, but I'm going to share it again at the end. Anyways, I'm going to read it now. It says in verse 18, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. And the gospel, the great commission that Jesus Christ gave was a command and a great commission and good news of compassion. Compassion for the lost, to bring them, to teach them, to baptize them, to disciple them, to train them. And he gave that as his uh, last command to his disciples, and he gave that to us um, 2,000 years later. What are we doing with the gospel? Are we just sitting on it and um, acting like it's not there? Are we uh, brushing off to the side and pulling it out when we feel it's convenient? Are we taking the gospel to a lost and dying world that desperately needs it now more than ever? Um, Are we taking the gospel? What are we doing with the gospel? And and if there's any biblical... (laughs) Um, topic or any biblical context of this episode, I want you all to gather this. What are you doing with the gospel? Are you using it to reach the lost? Are you using it high school or teenager, college student? Are you using it to reach your peers? Are you using it to bring the lost to the saving knowledge of him before it's eternally too late? And by the looks of this world, hello, Jesus is coming back anytime soon. Are you using the gospel to reach the lost at any cost? Um, stop sitting in your, um, in your recliner, stop sitting and doing nothing. We need to go reach the gospel and we need to reach this world with the gospel of Jesus Christ now more than ever. And boy, am I, I'll be the first to raise my hand, both hands, legs, whatever. I will ashamedly say that there are many times that I could use the gospel and there's many times where I don't use the gospel and I'm ashamed to say that, but I want this challenge today, today's serious talk. Uh, It's fun. It's going to be even funnier in just a few minutes. But today's challenge, we need to take the gospel of Jesus Christ to this lost and dying world. Looking back at high school, boy, was I on fire for the Lord and the things of God with this Bible club. Where's that fire today? (laughs) It needs to be burning brighter and bigger than ever before. It needs to be a big bonfire. Not a little torch anymore. It needs to be a bonfire blazing. Uh, my prayer and my heart's desire is that that fire comes back and refuels me to take the gospel even further than it's ever been. And as I mentioned before, I work in a ministry right now. And even in the ministry, there are many times where I lose the opportunity 
to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And boy, do I need to get that refuel. I need that kick in the butt, the kick, uh, that little nudge that, hey, people are dying daily. And I've heard it said at a revival, every few seconds, someone slips into eternity. I think it's every three seconds, somebody slips into eternity. So as I'm speaking, there's been about five or so people slipping into eternity. Do they know the gospel of Jesus Christ? Are they going to heaven or are they going to a devil's hell? Where are they going? And today's challenge for all of us, are we taking the gospel? Do we have a heart for people? Do we have the heart of God to see people come to know him as their savior? And with Cards for Christ, as we've been talking about, it was a heart for the lost. And sure, we... We can boast and say, yeah, we got all the people. We got 85, 75 people at Cars for Christ in one week. Praise the Lord. Yay. We could boast off a number, but does it have an eternal impact that it should have had? We could have done all the skits. We could have done all the videos. We could have done all the snacks, the games, the, the good lessons, whatever it may be. But ultimately, did it point people to Jesus Christ? We could have done all the fancy stuff, and I was going to mention this later on. The school entrusted us so much with um, doing what—basically, they let us do whatever we wanted because they knew they could trust us and that we could do whatever we want. They, they even gave us our own little display case in the school. I don't know if you were there for that, but they gave us a display case, put whatever we wanted in it, and that's how we advertised, hey, we're getting ready to move on to another room. Because we keep expanding and we want you to be a part of it. And they gave us a display case. We had this big poster of CFC in there, our times, upcoming events. We even put our youth group information in there. And really, school let us do it or whatever we wanted so to do. cool. Yeah, I missed that. That is awesome. And that's just the power of the gospel. And the Bible also tells us, I forget the reference, but... For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, the Jew first and also unto the Greek. Um, I have my Bible app right next to me, but that verse just came to my mind. I am terrible with references, as you will tell through this podcast. But I know this for sure, that the, the gospel is the power of Christ and the gospel to do what only the gospel can do with Jesus Christ. And thank you, Josh Romans 1 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And um, the only way we could do what we could do is with the help of the gospel. The only way we could have our own display case, the only way we could have a piece of the school. And here's another cool thing that it's a God thing. Um, the school had this big mural in one of their hallways connecting um, one wing of the building to another that it only let a certain amount of clubs put a piece of it. It was this big puzzle piece, and all the clubs of the school had a piece of it, like the big clubs, the clubs that made an impact in the school. I remember that. They. It was that hallway, that wing that went across to... Um, it's like I a science wing. Classrooms are back yeah. A science wing of all things evolution capital of the school anyways <laughs> they came to us and asked us would you guys please put a puzzle piece on there please so we got a piece of that big puzzle scheme th that big mural with cards for christ in big letters and a big cross in the center with the verse i am not Come ashamed on. of the gospel of christ i did not know that that is 
That is so cool. They came to <laughs> the gospel of Christ changes things. It changes lives. It makes an impact in a school that you would think would not even let you do a Bible club or do anything like that. They let us have a piece, literally, of the school and let us do whatever we wanted simply because one student, two students, three students were obedient and answered the call of God to start a Bible club in their school. And I'm not saying that to boast myself or Josh's self or Josiah. This is God working in and through us. And I'm glad I got to be a part of that. And that is phenomenal. And just the countless souls that have come to know Jesus Christ, their Savior. It's nothing I could ever do. Trust me, it's nothing Donnie could do. It's only what God could do. And it's funny because the other day on Facebook Memories, you know, the little thing where it says, hey, on this day, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Let me say this first. It is cringy to look back at what I posted as a young kid because I, I got Facebook when I was in middle school and it's cringy to see what I posted. All caps, makes no sense, spelling errors, whatever. But one memory that stuck out to me just a few days ago, and it, it brings a dear to my eye, honestly. It says, our Today at CFC was amazing. God did some great things. Our first soul saved. And that was back in 2010 when we first started the club. And it, it, I remember that. the gospel. I really do. I don't, I don't remember who was teaching that day, but I remember that. Yeah. I remember being a part of that. And, you know, my, uh, my the way my credits and stuff transferred, I had to redo my sophomore year at at Coleraine. And I had moved partway through uh, that year. I didn't tell anyone. I literally rode my bike. I literally rode it like three or four miles to school every day because I wanted to be a part of the Bible study and I wanted to be a part of the curriculum and the program. And I wanted to be a part of making a difference for those who were there. And I realized, you know, in, in, in a technical aspect, yes, that is not that is not legal. That's not correct. I'm not condoning that. But, you know, the difference that the gospel makes. And when I where I went after that um, for my senior year was not a good school. Uh, it was not a good neighborhood. It was not a good school. I can count on my hand. There was probably myself included. There was probably 20 white kids there the whole school year. And you know what I did? You know, I was only there for my senior year. So being able to start a Bible study wasn't really an option, unfortunately. But every day I took my Bible with me. Every day I looked dorky, but I came in with khaki pants and a dress shirt buttoned up with a tie and I wasn't doing this to like draw attention to me, but you know, all the kids were in like these these polos and, and stuff like that. And that was a dress style. You could wear a polo, you could wear a button up, you could do what you want to do. And I chose the button up because for me, I wanted to be different. I wanted to be separated. You know, the Bible talks about being in the world but not of the world. And I wanted to be different. And going through my school year, I had several kids ask me, Why do you bring a Bible to school? Do you even read your Bible? And I'm like, I'm glad you asked. And one of my biggest regrets was that at the end of my school year, uh, I was, I don't know if it was because I was a senior, if I was just given an invite to this, 
um, the speaking engagement. I don't know what it was at this point. Um, that was back almost 10 years ago now. But they had this this gathering they were doing not too far from my house. And it was basically I would be able to get up and speak for like five, ten minutes on whatever I wanted to talk about. And my dad was working third shift at the time. Scheduling was a little bit rough. And so I didn't do it. I didn't go. But I had an opportunity to speak to the seniors of my class unfiltered for five for ten minutes to be able to share the gospel and tell them about a God who saves that it doesn't matter your circumstances it doesn't matter your situation God will pull you from it God can give you eternal life if you will only just believe on him but how many of those kids are never going to hear a presentation of the gospel because I wouldn't step up and speak how many of those kids are never going to know Christ because I wouldn't go out of my comfort zone to talk to them? You know, and that's an opportunity I will never get back. That's a guilt that is going to be heavy on my heart for the rest of my days. Don't let fear, don't let comfort, don't let yourself get in the way of going out and telling others about Christ. You look at Moses, I'm in the book of Exodus right now, and Moses, uh, God is using him to talk to Pharaoh. And Moses is like, God, I can't speak. I can't speak well. What You got the wrong guy. And God finally gets so frustrated with Moses, he says, go get Aaron. And he tells him, tell Aaron what I told you, and just go. We need to learn not to make excuses. The gospel is the greatest gift you can give anybody. Don't hold that back just because you're in your comfort zone or just because you're afraid of what somebody might think. I'd rather now somebody think me crazy, but hear a presentation of the gospel than not tell them for fear what they'll think of me. You know, don't don't let your comfort zone keep you from growing the kingdom of Christ. Stuff, man. But like I said, power of God can do things that only he can do. And we can't hide that anymore. We can't hide that power because it's ultimately going to come bursting out some way or another. If it's not through us, it'll be through somebody else. But I want it to be me. That because of my efforts yep. and my willingness and openness to be used by God, that someone comes to know their Savior. Because I may be the only person that someone may come in contact with. And I've heard it said this way. You may be the only Bible someone will ever read. So what does your Bible look like? Is your Bible one that is blank? And no one can read it. Is it locked up? Or is it open straight to the gospel of Jesus Christ? Is that the Bible somebody's reading? And that also goes with our influence as well. And that's another episode for another time. But our influence, and kind of goes back to what we talked about last week. What's our identity? What do people see when they see Donnie? What do people see when they see Josh? You put your name in that sentence. What do they see when they see you? 
What's your identity? Is it a identity of Christ? Is it someone that they see clearly that there is a Savior that loves them and died for them and wants them to spend eternity with him in heaven? Or is it someone that's like, he could do whatever you want. It doesn't matter because ultimately we're going to go in the ground, um, six feet deep, whatever. Yeah. YOLO, <laughs> live your life however you want to live it. Ultimately, it's going to be either heaven or hell. And the Bible that you represent and your presence to other people ultimately decide on their eternity. So Jude 22 again, some have compassion making a difference. So. And Donnie's talking about, you know, words. He's talking about your book, your story. If somebody opened up your word, your 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 story and looked at the words that are written in your pages what would they see if we go over to the book of job i just finished up the book of job recently and job chapter 19 verse 22 23 24 25 it says why do you persecute me as god and are not satisfied with my flesh oh that my words were now written oh that they were printed in a book that they were graven with an iron pen and led in the rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Verse 26, And though after my skin worms destroyed this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God. Little did Job know his words weren't just going to be written in a book. They were going to be written in the book, the book of books. Mm. They're written in the greatest book that's ever been the written. Bestseller of all time. What if if the Bible was rewritten today and your life was the book that it was written over, what would it say about you? Man, we got deep for for such a fun episode. We got deep real quick, but that's sometimes that's necessary. You know, Cards for Christ was a phenomenal tool, phenomenal outreach. But Looking at our lives now, looking after we left high school and after we left that outreach ministry, where did we go? What did we do? What's in that gap? Yeah, absolutely. And man, like like I said at the beginning of this episode, we got tons of stories and we don't want to waste them all here today. But um, the whole premise and the whole purpose of this episode is just to show you how good our God is. And yes, we had our ups, downs, and interesting moments, a lot of interesting moments. But ultimately, we've seen hundreds of kids come to know Jesus Christ, their Savior. Hundreds of kids going off to be a light to their companion. And again, it's not something we could ever do, but that was the power of God. I'm thankful for that. That's really how serious talk began is out of obedience are you being obedient to god are you following what he's calling you to do if it, if you're a teenager in high school or middle school are you obedient to be a light to your peers are you obedient to maybe even start a bible club and if that's something you feel god's talking to you about hey shoot us a message we love to support you however we can even if it's a shout out on here or if it's 
giving you some do's and don'ts because we have a lot of don'ts and a lot of do's. <laughs> but um, we want to be a part of it. We want to be a part of what God's doing in your life. So, and if even if you're in college, I remember someone started a Bible club in the college I attended. And man, I wasn't there every single time they met. Uh, but whenever I had the opportunity to go, it was a blessing. And uh, I'm sure they made a great impact with the school. But being a light to your peers, even at your workplace, if you're if you're in the workforce right now, are you using your time, your your break time to bring honor and glory to God? Are you using that time to reach souls for Christ? And uh, yeah, in the break room, are you praying before you eat? Are you cracking up your Bible? Are you listening to a sermon or whatever? Um, each of us have opportunities to share the gospel and to be a light. We need to take a hold of those opportunities and not let them pass away. Uh, because we got one shot in this life, and we need to make it count for the cause of Christ. We're not saying go crazy, be this, you know, crazy, wacky, over-the-top Christian, but at the same time, what's wrong with that? At the same time, what's wrong with being known as that religious person? You know, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being so in tune and so on fire for God that people recognize God, recognize him through you and through your actions and through your song, so to speak. Yeah. And the cool thing about CFC, just because of being real, we saw different people come in. We've seen homosexuals come in. We've seen outcasts. We've seen popular kids. We've seen kids on the football team, we've seen kids, basketball team, cheerleading. We saw, what else was there? Um, we saw goth kids come in. We've seen kids who would classify themselves as atheists come in just to see what was going on. <laughs> Man, uh, that was so phenomenal. We literally saw a mixture of everyone. Yeah. We, we also got to see, we were given such a phenomenal opportunity i i want to tell one more quick story i'll let donnie tell it because he was there i was kind of observing from the sidelines but we had the opportunity um to use the football field oh yeah <laughs> do you remember that <laughs> we had the opportunity to use the football field but it rained out that night i remember that it was what fields of yeah. faith fields for faith, fields something of faith like that? yeah and it was cool because we started off with some contemporary, with some worship songs. There's some contemporary, some hymns, whatever. Um, one of the kids had a guitar, so he played along and we all sang. We had the words up on the screen and had like these lights or whatever. Um, but at that time, too, I was one of the uh, presidents of our um Fellowship of Christian Athletes, I'm the least athletic person you'll ever meet. I've mentioned that before in, in an episode, but somehow I ended up in the position of being one of the presidents of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, whatever. And Josiah was, I think, like the head president or whatever. And he is the least athletic. He, I don't even think he... He's way more <laughs> unathletic than me. But He can touch a basketball room if he's standing under it, but that's as close as you'll get to seeing him be athletic. <laughs> Absolutely. But... We were given the opportunity to share the gospel at night. Um, we each, there's four of us that got to go up and share a little something. And we were all given 
uh, I think it was five or ten minutes each. So Josiah and I made a pact. It's like, all right, you tell half the gospel. I'll tell the other half. We'll give a whole message tonight. And the other people were talking about, yes, I'm like the rose in the middle of the valley. And Jesus plucked me out. It's like, that. that's weird, okay? So just, it's like popcorn preaching right here. Josiah gets up, he shares it, and it's like literally a tag team. I get up, I share the rest of it. I We give an invitation. I don't think anybody got saved or whatever, but again, the opportunities. And that's the key word here is opportunity. Take a hold of any opportunity you have to share the gospel. And I think later that evening, <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but we had this like set behind us. It was three or four trust towers, like those metal trust towers. And in the middle, there's a screen. And as we're getting towards the end of the night, the trusses fall down right behind. <laughs> they start tumbling over and just I and I are like getting them up. And they were the show choirs trusses and I, they were not happy. Oh, no. <laughs> but needless to say, oh, it was, it was a fun night. An opportunity we got to share. The gospel of Jesus Christ before the towers came down. Oh, bad. Cut that out. Nope, that's staying in. Oh, man. Just the... Before the walls came tumbling down. <laughs> the, the memories, though. Just, you know, wherever you go, make sure you're making memories. But make sure Christ is part of that. That's that's the Amen. goal. That's what we're here for. We're here to have fun. We're here to have serious and not so serious conversations. But, you know, at the end of the day, we want to make sure it's Christ centered. And and that's all we're doing here. We're having fun. We're reminiscing. We're going back to the very beginning of time. But, you know, it's it's just fun. This is this is reality. This is real life. But make it fun while you're here. God didn't intend for us to live these really, you know, robotic lives, crazy. Like yeah, puppets. these. Yeah, very. Yeah, go on. Say it. Yeah. God didn't create us to be puppets for him. He gave us with free will. And we got to use that free will to tell about him. Amen. Come on, man. That's like, we have to get on. one. Come on in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. Uh, oh, man. That's good stuff. I think that's a good way, good way to segue from last week. Just break it up. Just have some fun, and uh, and just kind of start planting ground for next week. Absolutely. And next week, Lord willing, we'll do the topic we were meant to do this week, and um, we may talk about it more in the bonus talk, where we might share another CFC story. I don't know. We'll see where where we go with things, but. Um, Again, I want to read Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. So, Matthew 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always even to the end of the world. Amen. Well, that's been this week's Serious Talk with Josh and Donnie. Um, this is Donnie. And I'm Josh. Thank you all for tuning in today to the serious, well, not so serious talk. 
And we hope to see you all next week. Y'all have a good one. Take it away, Crowder. Oh, wait, Crowder. Sorry. You're not. Bye bye. what why i well this doesn't make sense craig go away no nobody loves you anymore